0: Welcome to The Fallen State. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. I do appreciate it. You can support The Fallen State by going to the fallenstate.tv slash donate. And thank you all in advance. And we're also on locals.com. Locals.com. You can go there and support our work as well. All right. Thank you all in advance. We're doing something different today. And we are uh, introducing all of the host on the Destiny Peterson Radio Network. And so long story short, I started this nonprofit organization called Bond, the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny, 33 and a half years ago. And I just had no idea it would turn out to be what it is today. I had no idea, zero idea. And uh, I'm just so fortunate, thank God, has been allowed, allowed to Let things happen. Whatever happens, happens. How long it lasts, it lasts. And so uh, Bond is a nonprofit. We have a, uh, we counsel, we tutor. We have an entrepreneur program where we're teaching men how to start businesses. Or those who are already in business, we help them. And we have a credit union to support it. Because some of the guys don't have credit. They have bad credit. They stayed at home too long with mama and they have bad credit, so we make them alone, and they pay back with interest. We uh, have church services. We have men's forms every third, first Thursday night of the month, and ladies' form every third Thursday night of the month. Then we started this radio network. It's amazing. So what I want to do is start a 24-hour talk radio with men only for 24 hours hours Monday through Friday, maybe every day. And I wanted to introduce you to the host on the uh Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Network. All right. And so I have with me, he's been here forever, and the first one to start his show on the Jesse Lee Peterson Network, the Hake Report dot com. And the Hake Report to my left and your right you know, depending on what part of the world you're in and maybe on your right, too. But <laughs> the Hake report, Monday through Friday, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And then after the Hake report, the anchor baby, Monday through Friday. Monday through Thursday, for right now, is 11, it's 12 p.m. Pacific time. The American... Anchor baby show to my right there in the white shirt, and then after that, Joel Friday the TV. He black before, before that. Before
1: Before him, before his
0: show. N- no, you after him. I mean after the anchor baby in the in the, in the lineup. Uh, that sounds like revisionist history, but <laughs> yeah, black people are mess, huh? You black better known as Arkansas. <laughs> and so Arkansas, the uh Joy of Friday TV is every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Monday, I mean every Tuesday. And so that's the lineup for now, and we'll be adding hours and more hosts as we, as it happens. All right? So I wanted to introduce them to you today, and uh, so you tune in, tell people about it. And so welcome, guys. Thank you. So Thank what you. I want to do first is find out The Hate Report, tell the folks what your show is about.
2: (laughs) Well, my show is about news, people in the news, politics, a little bit of like spirituality type of stuff. Um, And I talk about pop culture a little bit. And I take calls, argue with blacks, argue with black Hebrew Israelites, argue with whites, flat earthers. And I just like having fun and getting it off my chest about what's going on in the world. Amazing.
0: So. Okay. Uh,
2: news from a alpha male. Yeah, it's news. <laughs> talk about the news from a Christian alpha male perspective, as one person called it.
0: Right. Yeah. H- Hake is a homegrown Christian. Yeah. He took Christianity at home.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to say he took Christianity too far. Too
0: far. He <laughs> did a joke too far. Yeah. And then uh, we have the American Anchor Baby here, right? Uh, Nick, tell us about your show, what it's pretty much about.
3: Yeah, thank you. I mean, you said American Anchor Baby, and I know that's a strange name, (laughs) but it's so uh, near and dear to my heart. People ask me, Nick, doesn't that bother you? You get called an anchor baby. I I hear you've been calling you this for years. What people don't know is that I came up with that name, and it's just a factual statement. We talk about anchor babies. You hear Jesse and his story, and my, 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 my story that my mom so his jumped mother, over the border.
0: In, in case you don't know how he came about, what an anchor baby is, so his mother was on the other side of the border, somewhere over there with Allah, Uba, or somebody, and she got printed over there, and she decided that she wanted to become a citizen, and so just two minutes before Nick was ready to drop out, she jumped across the borderline into America, she dropped him on the ground, and then she
3: ran back. And they became Americans. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's, that's close enough to the real story. <laughs> well, we're going to gloss over some details. <laughs> but it's close enough to call me an anchor baby. And I say that with like, with like, a, like, a, like a joy because I have the citizenship. I'm in this country and all that. And it's like, oh, the name American Anchor Baby. Think of that as an oxymoron. How can you be both? So I like having conversations that are challenging and I like showing my appreciation to uh, the things that are right in uh, in America and in the history. and So that's what my show's about. Um, if I can describe it, it's um, the way I see life and how I live in America with the heart of an American,
2: even
3: yeah. if I may not have yeah. had the lineage. Thank you. Amazing. Also, the anchor baby on Fridays,
0: he... Uh, He's on at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and he's flying high, flying high every Friday. Not off fentanyl, not off pot, but God-given natural energy. Tell them about that, Flynn.
3: I don't even know where this came about, but I have a, it's a bit of a unique format. You can check it out, like Jesse said, on Fridays, but I'm a pilot, okay? I'm, I fly a plane. You want, to be, you want to have an experience, a show you haven't quite had, check out my Friday show where I basically run the show from a virtual plane. And I'm the captain of the show. And we have fun. We take calls. We do topics. And I do all sorts of stuff on those, that format of the show. Like I said, topics, uh, calls,
0: and-, and all sorts of stuff. It's an amazing show, too, on Fridays as well. You're flying while you have a real conversations. Amazing. Then we have Joel Friday TV every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And what is your show primarily about, even though you do different things as well?
1: Yeah. So basically, mostly I talk about life, life stuff and dating and relationships, but more from like the spiritual perspective, faith based, um, yeah, just whatever it may be. It's just more from like a spiritual perspective. And yeah, I mostly the calls that I get are mostly people arguing with my specific beliefs. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's interesting. You got to check it out. Or you got to check out the past shows because it's very interesting. But yeah, mainly just spiritual perspective. When you
0: say faith-based, what does that mean?
1: Like, I say that for like the people who... Because the people in the world, they say faith-based. They don't say, like, God. <laughs> they, don't so like, you know, they don't like to use the word God, so they say faith-based.
0: But what does faith-based mean?
1: It's just like, like a what would you call it? Like a, a genre of...
3: <laughs> in the ballpark of God.
1: Yeah, it's just it's like...
3: You don't want to scare the people With the out.
1: public, yeah, the public uses faith-based.
3: So faith-based
0: mean what? The?
1: It's like a sweeter word for Christian. Or not Christian, because that could be anything. Like a sweeter word for god oh yeah like a believer amazing yeah (laughs) nice
0: uh how about you joel how did you find bond
1: now i gotta remember how did i find oh i was at a bible study with my uncle so my uncle knew
0: (laughs) well of course he gotta be at a bible study
1: Faith-based Bible. But, a faith-based, faith-based Bible, study. Bible study, and my uncle knew who Jesse was. I didn't know who Jesse was, and then we, I went over there for a Bible study, and he had Jesse playing on the TV, and um, same kind of similar thing. I was just, it was very like um, he was just naturally funny, so it was interesting to watch. But even the things he was saying during the the episode that I was watching. It was kind of crazy. It, it felt crazy at first. Like, it was like, really? <laughs> and then it wasn't until <laughs> it.
3: Wasn't You're like, till
1: what, the, <laughs> All the way until the end. I think it was the last five minutes of the show. Um, he was talking about anger and how you shouldn't have it. You got to forgive. And that just made it just some clicked for me. And right after that, I went straight home and watched like a hundred videos just trying to understand it. And he was, in my mind, he was either crazy or <laughs> on to something. And yeah, one thing led to another. And I ended up coming to the, the, the men's forum and then church. And then I haven't been able to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing.
3: And how'd you find it, uh, Nick? So I grew up in Canada. I'm an anchor baby in Canada. <laughs> what a mess. And so I was born in What a America. mess. Absolute mess. <laughs> like Ted Cruz, <laughs> that's true. Trump said that. But uh, I was in, so I'm born in in America, but we moved up to Canada when I was a kid. And, I was, and so, long story short, uh, fast forward to around 2016, 2015, 2016, and at that time, you know, Trump was running. It was lighting up everyone. It was lighting up emotions everywhere. And at the time, I was watching it all happen. And people, I've said the story before a number of times, but it was a, it, I'd see people around me who had never cared about politics, never cared about any, just suddenly pick a side and be rabid and emotional and all into this or that side that, that I saw that it was evil. And I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in anything. I just pretty much had thought, I had decided I was an atheist sometime in high school and was like that since then. So basically, I saw all this evil. I concluded that it had to be evil. There must have been, if there's evil, there must be good. The point is, I started thinking there might be a God. I'm, in, I'm on YouTube, somewhere in the sidebar of YouTube. Thank you, YouTube algorithm. I found God in the YouTube algorithm. Let's, <laughs> I'm going in the YouTube, I'm, I'm in the sidebar, and I find this video of Jesse talking to this ex-Baltimore cop. On, uh, it might have been the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He was like this little guy, and he was so angry. And, and, uh, and I had already kind of woken up to politics a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, conservatives, get the SJWs. Yo, <laughs> these pink haired radicals, what weirdos. Anyways, <laughs> I see this video of him talking to this cop, and he's telling him about anger. It was over. That was over. I, uh, I was with, I had a girlfriend at the time. And I'm like, anger's evil. Anger's evil. <laughs> She's like, what's going on with this guy? I <laughs> wonder. Um, and I found Bond, the, the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel, and I devoured every church video I could find. And then you, that was years ago.
0: you moved to the States oh, yeah. as a, so, a chef, right?
3: Right. I was cooking. And so I'd play Jesse, the JLP show and stuff, while I'm cutting like 30 onions, tomatoes every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah, cooking. Crying. But it was fun. <laughs> cooking was really fun. And I got Jesse going, and life's changing. It's interesting. I, I end up forgiving. I, and um, I go to my mom. I go... And, you know, I'm on my own already, anyways. I'm already living on my own for a long time. The point is, I end up looking at my drawer and I find my American passport. And I'm like, I got one of these. And I'm already, like, trumped out. I'm like, at this point, I'm trumped out. I'm like, America's the best country in the world. And I'm like, let's go see it. Let's go see America. Long story short, I was going to go to Texas. I had even looked up apartments. I'm like, I can live like a king for this much of Texas? Yeah. Let's just pass by LA. Let's just pass by. I was just going to come see you, just to see you. I ended up at a men's forum. And like Joel never left. And also, Nick contacted
0: us. And he asked could to do internship.
3: Oh my god, I forgot about that, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Kelly. Yeah, shout uh, out to Kelly. She was and my Kelly
0: was the uh, producer of the Father State at the
3: time. She was my my immigration customs agent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, into this wonderful country. Um, that was so funny. Yeah, I reached out to Kelly, and I had mentioned. I'm like, so you guys like, are you guys gonna? Do you guys have anybody, do you guys need help or anything? Like, There's so many people who come here I meet and they ask me the same thing. And I remember me when I was asking that. Yeah. And so one thing led to another. I ended up at a men's forum. I told you who I was. I'm the guy who was talking to Kelly. And uh, that actually didn't work out, if you remember. I came for a little bit and I did some interning and trying to get guests, but I, I, I was cooking. I ended up cooking at the Chateau Marmont and I was busy cooking. I'm like, I gotta make money. And, oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Jesse, but oh, yeah. I brought you a bunch of cannolis. <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember that, too. It was my parting uh, gift.
0: He started here as an intern, but it was free. He wasn't getting paid. And so he had to go back to Chateau Mamar. Mm. Uh, Very fancy.
3: <laughs> Chateau Mamor.
0: Chateau Mamor. And so what happened was, at the time, Hate was the producer, I believe.
2: I was producer for the radio show, yeah. Yeah, he was
0: the producer for the radio show. Yeah. And so when Hate started his own show on the network, we needed a new producer. Am I right?
2: I forget whether Daniel was producer or whether I was producer.
0: But Do you remember who was producer? Daniel. Daniel?
2: Yeah.
3: yeah it was.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, we oh, needed yeah. a new producer. And so our, because Nate had already done an intern here, I knew him. He was very smart. and new uh, go-getter and all that so uh keller recommended why don't you get nick i'm like oh okay and so we called nick to offer him to produce a job for my radio show so he came back um, on full-time as an employee i
3: quit the chateau that day
0: yeah he quit the (laughs) the mama chateau i met
3: i met uh (laughs) i met uh robert downey jr i met uh nicole kidman um that guy who was the the uh, the green goblin and spider-man uh Spider Man, the young guy or the old guy? The old the guy. What's his name? Nice. Uh, <laughs>
0: Kelly
1: called you, huh?
3: Kelly called you and said, "Oh, well, there's a position here."
1: As a producer. Jesse called. I did. Oh, you're called
0: After yeah.
3: Kelly wow. recommended me, shout out Kelly, my yeah. immigration officer. Yeah, home you know, Kelly Thank
0: really you. liked working with him. as an intern, oh. he was very bright, worked very hard. And she just called him. Yeah, she recommended him. Then I called him. What was your first job? You don't want to speak into the mic. I quit. Oh. I
3: quit the Chateau.
1: (laughs) What was your first thought when you you saw the number?
3: I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Well, I didn't see the number. It it was Jesse, and he's like, you want a job? I said yes. Easy.
0: Nice. And then, hey, how did you find a bar?
2: So I was uh, traveling back and forth between... I took a month off of work or a few weeks off of work working uh, at my old job. And I was traveling back and forth between friends in, like seattle and portland and i visited a church at one point because i was looking for the truth and somebody's like you're from la you should check out jesse lee peterson he has brotherhood of a new destiny and so i came after i came home then the next that same sunday i came to a bond sunday service and uh you were out of town you were doing one of your "Stop Obama's Socialist Change" speaking tours, or something. Oh yeah, something like
0: that. I used to travel around the country, stopping Obama. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it might have been before that, actually, because this was in February 2007. Yeah, and there were I liked how there were men running the meeting, like finally a church that wasn't okay. Maybe there's a male pastor, but the whole whole rest of it is just women yeah. running the show. So. um one of the guys was presenting, like, giving, running the meeting. Kind of like you, you had Doug and you had Joel running the right. meeting when you were out.
0: Yeah, I had some people came in at those two Sundays, and they saw someone else sitting there for me, Joel, and then Doug. They're like, damn. <laughs> I came all the way with nothing. You know, I said sorry. <laughs> <for that. laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, i <I'm> playing.
2: <laughs> and so I, I came back the next week, and you were here. And you pick me out. Like, you pick out the first-comers, first-time t- visitors. Not all the time. <laughs> Sometimes.
0: <laughs> Did say, most of the all. time.
2: But I was, like, visibly I, know. I was <laughs> visibly like reacting and agreeing with what you were saying. Yeah. And you offered me a job, and you're like, I don't normally just offer people jobs on the spot. And I almost took it, but I was just starting out with my dad, where, the old place, the cabinet shop. And... So I didn't go with it, but I kept on coming to church, and eventually, several years later, uh, your old producer was becoming a teacher at the Bond Leadership Academy. Right. So he called me up, and it was a time when the cabinet shop was going under. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, it was like the first time I worked seven days, and you asked me to if I wanted to be the producer. I'd never done anything like that, but I decided to go with it. But I agreed with basically your message of you are responsible, responsibility, Yeah, like taking you can uh, the Christian message that you can overcome sin, you can have peace. Um, one of the guys, when I first came and you were there, said that shyness, it comes from anger. And I'd never considered that before. Yeah. And it was I'm like, yeah, that's actually true. So I think just basically everything you said was more biblical than any of the rest of the preachers who say, Oh, you continue to sin, we're never gonna have this have perfect peace and stuff like that. That's a so bad too. So I, I stayed with it because I liked the truth.
0: And what y'all don't know is hate used to come on Sundays, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like sugar water. He was so scared. Worse than Mike Pence. Worse than Mike Pence. Worse
2: than... Uh, he made Mike Pence
0: look strong. And so I would call up on him worse because he was uh, so nervous, right?
2: Worse than Lindsey Graham. And
0: then it got to the <laughs> point where I would have hate open the meeting before i get up to start talking. And he was so stressed out, he was like, I'm not coming no more. <laughs> he stopped coming.
2: Yeah, he stopped coming. I, was, I traveled with a buddy down to, uh, <laughs> to tend the bird traps. Down in, uh, down, way down in South Orange County on the Sunday morning. Because
0: he was so nervous about getting up talking. And so when I found that out, I'm like, all right, we're not gonna make you get up. But all that changed once he became the producer and, uh, started speaking up. And I, when I think about it, I have to literally just think about the hate hey, used to be a real beta. A real beta. Beta, beta, beta. <laughs> Amazing. So I gotta, I gotta do this. So, uh, let me get to some real questions.
1: What is a man, Joel? <laughs> um, I think a man is one who wants what's right, but is also walking in it. Um, and your next question is, am I... Am Are you, you a man or a male? I'll say male. The reason why I say male is because... Yeah, I still, I see how, um, the battle within myself still wanting to live in a world, but still also trying to overcome. So I wouldn't say that I am fully in that, uh, transformation of walking in that, walking in the light as Jesus would
0: at all times. (laughs) Amazing. How about you, uh, Nick, Anchor Baby, Mm -hmm. what's a man? Anchor man? (laughs)
2: Um...
3: A man has love, and that's how I could say it simply. A man just has true love. And that word is so perverted and mysterious and has lost all meaning. And my, my life lately has been at least trying to discover what that word really means. But I know, I'm convicted that a man has true love. And, and true love is dynamic. It's in the moment. You can't, it's, um, it understands and it has no preconceived identity of macho. It has to look like this or that way. It's just real love. Amazing. It's so vague, but it, the reason is vague because I myself am still discovering that. Nice. Hank, what is a man? Oh, let me ask. Are you a man or a male? I'm, I'm a man in a male's body. Amazing. <laughs> right <laughs> in a <the> male body. <laughs> what is a man, Hank? a man is just normal like he's
2: just a normal real person but who's ma- a man obviously
0: man is normal just a normal real person
2: yeah what the? but who's a man because cuz maybe a woman could be a normal real person
0: possibly. amazing and are you a man or a male <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> deep down inside i'm a man <laughs> Yeah, it's like five, it's like we had to, like, a <laughs> way to say we're a man, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. even if we diminish it a little bit. We <laughs> got to throw it in. Uh, But
3: you're talking about, hey, uh, sugar water, blah, 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 but he was attracted to the church because it was a man talking. That You
0: know what I mean? Right. Like, at the time, you think. The yeah. truth. <laughs> you know I mean? Amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, let me ask, do you all agree that Jesus was a man?
2: Now that you ask, you make <laughs> me question it, but, but, but at the time, yeah, I agreed with it.
0: That he was a man. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you agree with that? Yeah, when he said when he said it, I, I thought the same. But now you're making me think of human. <laughs> Do you mean human? Like another thing about that though is people say, "Oh, Jesus, knowing Jesus," but I never met him. Right? I'm the I'm the blind one.
1: You're, you you agree with that? If I, you, yeah. And why? Why I think Jesus is a man. Yeah. Um, just the example that we've, we we believe that he said, or I believe that he said, not just from like the scriptures that we, that we read, but just from like little things that I've seen in my life that, um, I can understand what he meant by certain things that he did that would only take a man, a real man to be able to, to carry out. So I believe, yeah, Jesus was the example of a man. Uh So he was a man. He
0: was, he was a spirit and he lived in a male's body but he was a spirit. And, I, and because we think that he was a man, we don't get past that until we overcome all those identities. And then you stop identifying as a man, and a woman stop identifying as a woman, and you identify as a spirit. Because we're all really spirit. We're not physical at all. We live in a physical body to navigate our earth, but we are a spirit. And Jesus was a spirit in a body, you know, a physical body. But he never identified with the body. He identified with the spirit. That's why he said we should walk in the spirit. And when all these identities die, you start to really forget about being a male or a female. You become a spirit. And that's what we're trying to get back to our true self. Isn't that amazing? Yes. That
2: makes sense?
0: Yeah, it anybody,
1: makes sense. Is anybody going to change their answer now? What?
0: <laughs> what? About the man, the oh. man answer.
2: <laughs> I still say he was normal. <laughs>
0: and why does that make sense to you that he was a spirit
2: well as soon as you asked the question I thought of that uh-huh. I thought of not, not those words necessarily but and, just that he you know like you've talked about in church with Jesse Lee Peterson where I'm a producer. producer you talked about how we're not even to identify with human being right. because we drop our body we're still we still go on
0: We'd be, we're still a spirit in the same way we can't do here on earth. Live as a spirit. That makes sense? Uh what do you call it? Faith based persons? Faith you think you're Faith based? Faith based podcast. <laughs> Your show is faith based. Yeah. So does,
1: does that make sense faith based? No, I mean it makes it makes sense. <laughs> if if you <laughs> if you change if you replace the word man and put spirit, I think it's still it leaves my question, I mean, my, my answer, um, the same as do I, am I a man or am I, you know, what the question was, because, um, even with spirit, um, there's still a necessity to be in spirit is to walk in spirit. And when you're not walking in spirit and you're walking in ego, then you're, you're riding yeah. two horses. So yeah. We use the to word
0: man to communicate on earth, yeah, yeah. but we shouldn't be seeing ourselves as anything.
1: Yeah. I see
0: that. You know what I mean? So let me ask, since you have the mic already, have you ever dated? Yes, I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever dated? Yes. Yes. And how about you, hate? Yes. So women are today are smacking men. Smacking them, <laughs> cussing them out. Physically them and spiritually. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so any of you guys ever been smacked by a woman? Play the fifth. <laughs> you plead the fifth. That me, yes.
2: I've been s- smacked by when I was a kid by a girls, but not as a man.
3: Not as a man. Yeah. How about you? You trying to fed post? You're trying to get me incriminated? Give <laughs> <laughs> me a t- no, no. I've I've never had that. How about you, Joel? Yes. What? <laughs> yes. As a as a child,
1: smacked as a child, no. But smacked while dating, I have. I have. Really? Yeah. We. A yeah. woman smack you? Yeah. And how'd you no, deal with it? Not smack, punch. She punched you? Yeah. And how'd you deal with it? Um, <laughs> I didn't hit her back. Why not? Um, I just, in that moment, it was also, also it was before I had an, a, an understanding of the that proper way. Not, that you, not even that you could hit like a woman. <laughs> But it was also before understanding <laughs> that there's certain things you just don't let certain people do. But I think in that moment, um, I didn't see to respond with hitting her back. I just didn't see to do it, and I didn't. But I did. I um, deal with the situation, meaning that you know, raise my voice or whatever the case may be. I did that. But in the moment, should I have hit her? I don't know. Should I have hit her back? Should I have someone knocked her out? I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, that's
3: definitely happening. Before I went to Bond, I used to not hit women. But not. <laughs> I not I've been saved. <laughs> I disavow. <laughs> <I> disavow.
0: <laughs> you can get that from the hate dot com. Amazing stuff. Product placement. Also, boomers.
2: I love boomers. <laughs> a lot of people dismiss boomers. Yeah. A lot of people dismiss boomers. They say, OK, boomer, both left and right. But Indeed, if I love boomers. anybody... If I love anybody, and that's a big if, I love boomers.
0: <laughs> and, you how did you deal with it once this woman punched you? Yeah.
2: About how old
1: were you at the time? Well, I was, like, 21. Whoa! But the thing is, too... Were you still it, living at home with Mama? I was still living at home. No wonder. I, I knew you, <laughs> But the thing <laughs> is, too, is that there was a lot that that happened within the situation to where I was at fault for certain things, too, that was said. So it wasn't hey, so like... So you deserved to smack she, from the woman? She stood... Not necessarily, but she necessarily didn't deserve what I had, how I started Like, she didn't just sit, stand up and like, bow. If that was the case, then you, you may respond differently. But we were drinking at the time when I, was, when I would drink. We were drinking at the time, and then one thing led to another. And, you know, I said some things that shouldn't have been said. And then she was like, say it again and, then, and see what happened. And it was in front of all my friends. So at this time, I'm like, well, she just said that to me. I'm not going to not say nothing in front of my friend. Ego was involved. So uh, I said it again. And she warned me. And then she threw a punch. Boom. And then I hit the floor. I'm playing. playing. (laughs) No, but I was shocked. I was shocked. And I don't remember much of what happened, but I remember just like, Raising my voice and kicking her out the house. She was at my friend's house and kicking her out of my friend's house and she left. But, yeah, I just didn't, there, my response instinctually wasn't to swing back. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. I was just, just kind of embarrassed. I was embarrassed more. So out of my embarrassment, I pretend to get angry and, like, curse and to, like, look tough but then, yeah, she just left and I was, that was it. Wow. Yeah.
0: And did you forgive your mother, then? Yeah, I did. And how did that go for you? Were you afraid to do it? A
3: little bit. And how did it go? So I, had, so I pretty much had been convicted that I'm going to forgive her. I'd, I was living a, a city away, so like 30 minutes away. And I pretty much put it off for a few months. But I was like, but I don't feel fear. I'll just get to it. I'm just lazy. But I'm so she's she's she was alone at the at uh, my sister's office and I, I show up and I'm like this is the perfect moment she's by herself she's in and I, I got a little scared I didn't realize I was there the point is I sat down and I told her I told her that uh, I told her the truth because I really did see just how she um, her spirit influenced me yeah. which is hard to miss in my case I mean, which is a little easy to miss in my kids, because she's she like a decent woman. Right. She's decent. She's like a nice lady. But, um, um, but I saw it. I saw it within me, the female spirit. and I knew I had to forgive. The point is I went up to her. I told her, and she, she was like super confused. I didn't realize that what I know now is that she totally right. She knows. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's been like a little confusing <laughs> thing. Like, oh, I don't know. So tell me again. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, it's so interesting because just like uh, these guys are describing, my relationship with her has changed.
0: Nice. And and how did you change? Did you change after you forgave her?
3: I changed? Her? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was dating at the time, and um, I completely – I stopped talking to her. So I had a girlfriend at the time, and I – I started acting just different, and that th- that fizzled out. It was like friction, but I stopped acting the way I was with her, which was nah. so weak. It was like I, I was almost, i don't even you want to say—you beta? <laughs> <laughs> like, and that changed, and nah. I saw that kind of spread outwards to other things and other yeah. relationships. If you want to be free, folks, you got to forgive mama
0: and return to your father. Otherwise, you never will be free. Amazing. And did you... I know you wouldn't forgive your mother. How did that go for you? Were you afraid?
2: Um, yeah, it was kind of tough. I I went to them, both my parents, actually, a couple of times. The first time I went after I realized that I did actually resent them, because I remember waking up thinking about it, stuff, like, oh, my gosh, I actually do hate them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember I remember hating them, too. And... So I told him that. I told him I hated him. <laughs> but I didn't tell him I was sorry. <laughs> and then later, <laughs> a few years later. I hate I, you and I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what was funny so mama, like my mother's like trying to get me to go out to eat with them every week so that <laughs> resentment can't build up in her mind. <laughs> She's thinking <laughs> that's her mama solution. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> later I talked to them about other stuff that was going on years later and I and it was kind of hard to spit it out that I was wrong for resent that I knew that I was wrong for judging them because I did I definitely judge them
0: why was it hard to say that part
2: I don't know it's like it's kind of like when you're supposed to say you're sorry and it's hard to say it yeah even though you know you're wrong
0: love me never having Thanks. to say you're sorry Indeed. Remember Donald Trump said, he doesn't have to keep going to Jesus about he's sorry.
2: Right. He just doesn't do it anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway. And the Christians judged him for that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So shallow. But, uh, yeah, I spit out that I knew I was wrong for judging them. And... You said after after that how I how do I
0: How, how have you I, changed did you change after that in what way?
2: I'm not sure if I changed, but I I didn't over the years I have noticed that I realized that I feel like I've gone gotten a little bit wiser in dealing with people and dealing with myself. Yeah. In that people really can't help themselves, nor can I. And like you, for example, you asked Hassan about people who can't, her dealing with anger. It's kind of like anything else that you're dealing with. Jesus told us not to worry. Yeah. But you get in a funk because you realize that you made a mistake that could have gone really badly, or like drunk drivers, or people who are really angry and, and sometimes violently angry or whatever, or they're afraid. And they feel like they'll never change. That's you're worrying about your life, and that's not praying. Right, we're supposed to be stay with God. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Uh, Julia, you want to forget your mother? Yeah. Is she black? She's mostly white. Oh. She's Creole. She's mostly white. Yeah, she's Creole. She's, (laughs) Cajun, so she's (laughs) mostly white and some black. And some Spanish and other things mixed. So up. she got more white than she does black. She's more white. How yeah. do you
0: measure that? Because well, um, everybody want to be white.
1: Well, swatches. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the genes. My uh, my grandparents came from Louisiana, and my grandparents were a full Creole as well from the South. Uh, and um, Creoles from from the South are typically. Uh, the French, mostly French, was European, and then a little bit of black because that thing was going on back then. Right. And yeah, so then my mom is mostly Creole. Well, my mom is Creole, full Creole. Both her parents were Creole. And then my mom dated my father, who's black, so I'm mostly black, but also white. Whenever I hear the word Creole, I often think of
3: crawfish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's, yeah. Like just, gumbo, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Okra.
3: Huh? Big boil? What they call them boils? <coughs>
0: yeah. 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 The big boil. All that. I didn't even know you could eat crawfish. We used to catch them in the, in Alabama in the lake when we fishing. Yeah. And we used to catch a lot of crawfish, but we threw them back oh. <laughs> because so I didn't fun. know you were supposed to eat them. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't seem like they had any meat on their bone. Yeah, gumbo, okra, all that stuff. Yeah. It's, but long that? story short, you yeah. went to forget your mother. Yes. Were you afraid?
1: Um, I was more afraid with my dad. I wasn't afraid with my, with my mom. How did it go? With my mom? Uh, with my mom, it was, um, pretty simple. Of course, I was still nervous. I went there and I told her, you know, how I felt about the situation. And I told her that, um, you know, these are the things I didn't like and you raised me this way and blah, blah, blah. And, um, she had denied it at first. She denied it. But I knew that she knew what I was saying was true. She just couldn't admit it. Um... But that was that from that situation, that is where I truly realized um, or I saw the most change was forgiving my mom. Because growing up, I was like subject to women, like subject to women. Every girl that I dated, every like crush that I had, I was like silly boy with it. Huh. And then um, after I forgave that, that like I totally got my authority back. Which I didn't even know was possible, and even know that existed Indeed. until I started dealing with women after that, and it totally has changed. You you really do, if you truly forgive, you do get your authority back, and it's just a different relationship I have with with women now in general. So. And then you went to good.
0: forgive your father. That was harder.
1: Yeah, that was hard. That one was hard because I was always really afraid of my dad, um, and I always like seen him as like. Like a monster in my eyes, like like a bully. Because he was very angry growing up and he would always kinda like lash out on my mom and my stepmom. And he's better now, but he was really angry. So growing up seeing that and hearing like waking up in the middle of the night and hearing people screaming <laughs> traumatized me. So when I was facing him, every time I would think I want to speak up to him, I would feel like he's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> like there was no in between ground, it was like, if I say too much, he might go too far and, like, take my life, right? Just same was busy. But um, I went there and, and forgave him and it totally didn't go that way. It actually went yeah. really good. And he didn't even know I felt that way. And uh, we had a great conversation. And then um, afterwards, the the change is a little bit slower than how it was my mom, I'm still overcoming, because I had a lot of fear when it came to him, so I'm still overcoming that fear part, but um, understanding it and seeing it has uh, is allowing it to change, and dealing with certain situations due to just nice. facing him in general has been...
0: I think the reason most fathers are surprised when their kids come and say I resent you, because the father know that the fight is with the wife or the mother of the kids. He he never thinks of his fight being with his children. Right. And so when the kids come and say, I forgive you, it's surprising to them. Yeah. Uh and and so that's why your father was surprised. He didn't know that you resented him. A father don't think of their children. They're mad at the mama and the yeah. mama law. They're not mad at the children.
1: Yeah, and I was always kinda shy and <clears throat> afraid to speak up. So so I'd always like Smile or, or like grin at him. Yeah. And to him, he's thinking everything's fine because I I couldn't tell him the truth. But yeah, I don't think he ever knew that there was a problem there.
2: Uh, Yep.
0: Joe, what is love? What is love? (laughs) Baby, you know. Baby, don't hurt me. I think. No more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think love is just the absence of. Um, all thought, all worry, all fear, all emotions, just, um, yeah, just really, really being in the present, but like truly in the present, not just, you know, catching it for a moment, really like your spirit being in the place of the moment in the present, out of your head, not feeling fear. None of that. I think it's just the absence of all ego, all Satan nature.
3: Okay. Uh Nick, what is love? Love is the source of life. And love what it is is you've already said it, so out of appreciation, the absence of hate. Yeah. When there's no hate, that's the only thing that's left. But the reason that's the only thing that's left because it has nothing to do with you, you didn't create it, it was already there. Yeah. So the absence of hate I'll do to that. What
0: is love, hate?
2: Uh love is being normal with people, not controlling. Um, That's that.
0: Okay. So listen, I got to put you all on the hot seat right now. We're running out of time here, so these questions need to be answered as quickly as possible. The Hot Hot Seat. Hey, how do you make a boy? Every child, every man, real man made boys first. This is not a hot seat question. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like a like a Christian.
0: Real man made boy what?
2: Like a Christian.
0: You made boy first like a Christian? Yes. What uh <laughs> how, how,
3: how do you how, how does a man make a boy? Ask Beyonce, then do the opposite of oh. <laughs> she's is. she's telling you to she's telling you to go one direction. You know that song where she's telling you to go one direction? Go the other direction. <laughs> to the to the
0: <laughs> how do you make a boy you gotta do it right Just <laughs> you, you gotta do it right <laughs> uh, how do you make <laughs> a boy oh, a Every men used to make boys first now beta males make girls first men always have children so <laughs> I've, so yet yet have to, I've yet to test the method but I promise you <laughs>
2: yet to be proven wrong
0: so there is a secret to making boys first but I can't say it on air all right, but there is a thing. That's why men used to make boys first, and the older men were always telling the younger men how to make boys first. And everybody made boys first for the most part. <laughs> anyway, Joel, have you ever been in a fist fight? Yes. Did you win? Win some, lose some. <laughs> win some, lose some. Okay, Hake, hey, <laughs> would you rather marry a Jewish woman or a black woman?
3: <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is she mildly attractive? Yeah.
2: They have to be mildly attractive. Um, A Jew for Jesus, probably.
0: Uh, Anchor Baby, how much
3: can you bitch press, give or take, 190, give or take, plus or minus 100 pounds? That means 10.
0: (laughs) All those giving and taking. You taking all away, buddy. <laughs> <I got confused. laughs> right. Joel, is vaping beta or alpha? Vaping. Beta. What? Beta. <laughs> vaping is beta? Oral uh, beta? fixation.
3: What? Oral fixation. You want you want a bottle.
0: Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> Has anyone ever told Harpo to beat you, Joe?
1: I never heard of Harpo until I came here <laughs> <laughs> You told Harpo to beat me. That's color purple though, right? All my Trump? life. Oh, okay. Bra. Bra. oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. What the <laughs> Has anyone ever told Harpo to beat you? Oh, I have
3: seen before. Harpo I've I've heard of this Harpo and I've heard of this poor woman getting beat by Harpo, but I keep on hearing all this hollering, but no, no one did. No. Me.
0: And you say what did you say? No, I never But Harpo beat you
3: once. Oh
1: yeah. Miss Harpo. Well, who's beat you? Harpo? Who's Harpo? That's the question. Who's Harpo?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't want to dox her name, but you already told her. Yeah. Told us about oh, her. That's a,
0: oh. Has anyone ever told Harpo to beat you? James?
2: S- Satan told Harpo to hit me in the arm, but I could handle it.
0: I was no, tough. <laughs> nice. Um, let me ask this way, and then we gotta end this thing. Should a man own a gun?
1: Legally yes
0: should a man own a gun yeah should a man own a gun I
1: don't think I don't think a gun is dependent on a man <laughs> I don't think a man is dependent on if he has a gun or not
0: but the question is should a man you want a yes or no own a gun um should he no wow No. what are you baiting he
1: he can No.
0: we got smacked <laughs> <laughs> by a woman so, thank you guys for taking the hot seat. When your show is on, why should they watch it?
1: Uh, shows on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. You Joel should- Joelle Friday TV. On Joel Friday TV, YouTube channel. Um, and you should watch it because I haven't had depression, anxiety, none of that stuff in a very long time. And I think I have a good perspective on how not to have that mess. Tell the folks why they should watch the American Anchor Baby. And-
3: yeah, you can find my show, American Anchor Baby, on YouTube and Rumble. You can find it, American Anchor Baby. I'm live Monday through Thursday at noon Pacific time. Every Friday we do a different type of show where I'm flying the virtual planes. It's fun. And if there's one reason why you should watch my show, it's because really, and this, is, this goes for all the shows on the network, uh, we're, we're just like real dudes uh, with our own perspectives. But I, don't, I sincerely don't think you'll be getting – uh, a lot of the, the perspective and takes anywhere else th- than the Bond Network on on a human nature, love, and we see the world. We, we take in the news. We take in the events, the current events, all that, but we have a different lens over it. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Thank you. Tell the folks why they should watch the hate report and when is it on.
2: You should watch it if you want to because I'm starting to interview more people, and I, and I really like talking to the haters and the um, – the people who disagree strongly, um, constructive criticism and destructive criticism, as long as it's not too vulgar. And I'm live Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, com. And you disavow. And I disavow for the <laughs> sake of my channels.
0: <laughs> so listen, uh, my show is on Monday through Friday on the radio network from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. So tune in there. If you want to overcome... The father State, you should tune. And so the radio... net. So you'll be clear, the radio network is different than the father State. The father State is its own identity as well, entity as well. And then the radio show is the radio network. So go to rebuildanddemand.com to get more information about that. And... uh,
2: JesseLeePeterson.com slash show.
0: JesseLeePeterson.com slash show. And my hope, I don't know if it's going to work or not, men need to take over again. The, uh, there's God's order, man, God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, woman over children. And you can overcome that fallen state by forgiving your mother. Every human being has to do that, and God will change your nature. All right? Forgive, don't ask for forgiveness, but apologize for resentment. And so we're building a network of men uh, in order to bring things back to order. And the radio network is a way to do it. It's got to be twenty-four hours a day. If you're interested in maybe having a show on the network, send your information to producer at jesseleeputerson dot Producer at jesseleeputerson So we have a father state here. We have church on Sundays. We have the radio network. We have women's forum on Thursday, The third Thursday night men's forum on the. First Thursday, Thursday night of the month, counseling for everybody and their mama. And we're just doing it. And thank you all for your support. Remember that the father State is, uh, uh, you can support the father State by going to the slash donate. And we're also are on locals.com. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have suggestions for the father State as guests or the radio network, let us know. All right? Let us hear from you. We do appreciate you. We appreciate your support. And we're building this network come hell high water. All right? And we have more guys lined up to fill in all the empty slots that we have there. All right? So thank you again for tuning in. I do appreciate it. And thank you guys for coming on. It was amazing. Nice.
3: Did you have fun?
0: Oh, did you have fun?
3: No, Jesse, have you had fun I'm in amazed these past time. 30 years?
0: It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Thank you all.